Hello, today is Palm Sunday. It's the start of the Easter week, a really special week as we celebrate the death and the resurrection of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. We're going to put up a video each day this week and in it I'm going to read from Mark's Gospel. I'm going to read part of the Easter story. I'll share a devotional thought, I'll pray, There'll be some music as well. I really want to encourage you to watch it each night. Maybe if there's other people in your house, watch it together. And then afterwards, maybe reread the Bible passage, pray together, and let's prepare our hearts as we work our way through this Easter week. I'm going to read tonight, because it is Palm Sunday, that story from Mark's Gospel, Mark chapter 11. I'm going to read the first 10 verses. Let's listen to God's Word. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you'll find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it, and we will send it back here immediately. And they went away and found a colt tied at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said and let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Now as Jesus entered Jerusalem that first Palm Sunday, the town would have been packed with people. It was Passover time, so people had travelled from all across the country. And Passover was that time of year when they thought back into the past, when their ancestors had been slaves in Egypt, and God had delivered them, he had set them free. Now at this stage in their history, they weren't slaves, but they were under occupation. The Romans ruled the land, and so Passover would have brought up these memories. Is there somebody who could deliver them from this occupation? Is there somebody who could boot out the Romans and bring them freedom again? And so they thought about the Messiah, that king who God had promised through the Old Testament, who one day would come and bring them freedom and liberty. Who would this king, who would this Messiah be? Now, a few days before, in a town nearby in Bethany, Jesus has done an incredible miracle. He's brought his dead friend Lazarus back to life again. And so talk of this would have spread throughout Jerusalem. Maybe Jesus is the Messiah. Maybe he's the king. Maybe he's the one who can come and bring us freedom. He can get rid of the Romans. So as Jesus enters Jerusalem that first Palm Sunday, people are ready and expecting a king to arrive. And what we find here on Palm Sunday is a royal procession. That's what happens as Jesus enters the city. And so they put their cloaks down on the road. That's the New Testament equivalent of a red carpet. Somebody special is arriving. They wave these palm branches, which was a sign of Jewish nationalism, and they sang a royal hymn as well. Let me read it again from verse 9. They say, Hosanna, which is praise to God. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our Father. And so they think a kingdom is arriving. And what does a kingdom need? Well, it needs a king. And maybe Jesus is this king. Now, Jesus is a king. The Bible tells us he's the greatest king. He's the king of kings. But he's not the kind of king that these people are thinking about. 
And one of the clues to this is in the transport that he arrives in. He arrives riding on a colt, or as we would call it, a donkey. Now you'd expect a king coming for battle, a king coming to kick out the Romans, would arrive in a chariot with a big war horse. But not this king. Jesus arrives riding on a donkey. Now that might seem a little bit strange to us. Why would he ride on a donkey? It's maybe not unusual for people in Bible times. Because in Bible times, when a king went out to battle, yes, he would have gone on a war horse. But if a king ever came to make peace, maybe make peace with a warring nation, he would ride on a donkey. And that's exactly what Jesus has come into Jerusalem to do. Not to fight a battle against Roman occupiers. He's actually come to make peace. To make peace between two warring parties with a holy God and people who have rebelled against him. Sinners, people just like us. He's actually come to reconcile God with humans. That's why he's come into Jerusalem. He knows where he's heading. He's heading to the cross. And Jesus will make peace not by sitting on a throne but by hanging on a cross. He's a king who's not going to wear a gold crown but he's actually going to wear a crown made of thorns. And he's going to win this battle, not with a sword in his hand, but with his hands laid out on a cross with nails between them. That's the kind of king that Jesus Christ is. He's the greatest king. He's the king of kings who's come to bring peace. Now, if you're a Christian, if you're already a believer in Jesus Christ, that should give you something to praise God for. So why don't you take some time, maybe at the end of this video, to read the passage again and in your prayers... Praise God and give thanks that you have experienced this peace, that you have been reconciled to God. Your sins that had got in the way have been taken away. You've been reconciled and you enjoy this peace in your heart. You enjoy this peace here on earth. And one day you'll enjoy it with Christ in his presence forever and ever and ever. Why don't you rejoice and give thanks for that? But maybe you're watching this and you're not a Christian. You're not a believer. You've never put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I want you to understand today that the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, still holds out his hand of peace to you. And his hands have nail prints in them where he suffered on the cross for your sins. So why don't you accept his offer of peace? Why don't you offer, accept his offer of forgiveness and reconciliation? Take him and trust him as your saviour and experience the joy, the incredible joy that comes from having peace with God. Let's pray about that. Dear Father, we thank you that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings, that he is the one who came to reconcile people like us with a holy, righteous God. We thank you that he came not to win a battle with swords and armies, but to win and conquer death and sin and hell by giving his life on the cross. And we praise you for Jesus Christ, our Saviour, we thank you that we can know peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And for those of us who are believers, may we rejoice. May we give thanks in our prayers and in our worship as well. And for anybody who doesn't know this peace, we pray, Lord God, that they would reach out to Christ their Saviour. They would trust him and they would experience the greatest joy of knowing peace with God. And we pray all this in the wonderful name of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ alone, Christ alone.
Christ is ours. 